Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now we are on the line with Voodoo Blue. Rory, how are you going today? Not too bad, man. How are you? We are going good down here in Otipodi. It is a bit, well, it's now getting dark, of course, as it is across all of New Zealand right now as it's hitting five o'clock with the, uh, just the regular lighting. But yeah, we've had a pretty nice one. It's been actually warmer than most days. Oh, that's that's great to hear. Well, um, I mean, I must admit, uh, Windy Wellington got its name for a reason yeah. and it's uh, been nonstop as usual. Um, I'm just waiting for... Uh, us to get blown away and sent to wherever Dorothy is, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but well, before we jump into everything, uh, for the people at home who do not know what Voodoo Blue is, what is Voodoo Blue? What is Voodoo Blue? What a what a great question. No, yeah. um, we we are a uh, a um, group of musicians, a band, one would call it, I believe, um, who like to uh, just make uh, very personal music um, to ourselves, sort of in the realm of of uh, indie and, and post-punk and shoegaze and, and all of the good stuff that we enjoy. Um, and uh, yeah, we just released our second album the other day, The Blessed Ghost. And um, yeah, I think that that's uh, maybe all there is to say for now. <laughs> the full gamut of the rock genre, pretty much. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We take influence from everywhere. Yeah, because I remember sitting down with you uh, last year. This is the first time we're actually doing anything face-to-face uh, yes, for uh, Serotonin and your collaboration with Boneface Brewery, and I want to know, even though it has been uh, a rough year for everyone with lockdowns, everything, whatever, like, we can move on from all that, but I want to know, like, how has your year been since I last been able to speak with you? Yeah, I mean, it's been jam-packed with a lot of musical goodness, I guess. I mean, ever since the uh, the Boneface Brewery uh, beer came out, we've just been uh, hammering on with getting the, the album prepped, recording it in January there, uh, getting a bunch of singles out from that, uh, being able to play around the country a couple of times, which has been pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, at the moment, just prepping to go overseas um, oh. to uh, go and play in Australia with uh, with our friends Radicals, who, uh, who are a band over there. So super excited for that. Nice. Uh, how did that come to be? Like, did they, like, tap you on the shoulders like, yo, we need you guys over here? Or were you, like, <laughs> just, like, already planning on trying to, like, make it over there once, like, everything, like, calmed down when you're, like, creating the album? I think it was always a thing that we wanted to do, you know? There's, like, there's so many Wellington bands that never really step too far out of their comfort zone. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that at all. Yeah. You know, people need to stick with what is what is good for them and what they think is best. But we I don't know, at the moment we're just trying to take every opportunity that we can and just enroll with it. So uh we um hit up a um a gig uh, promoter over there and he was just like, Oh hey, I'm actually in a band myself and I kinda think you might dig what we're doing and you should go and check this out and we we did and we thought it was absolutely fantastic and um yeah then from there we we just sort of put together these these lists of shows uh we're going over to uh play the shows with them over in australia and then we're uh coming back here with them actually radicals will be coming over to new zealand um Mm. and we're gonna be doing some 
dates in Wellington as well as one in Christchurch and nice. uh, one in your territory as well. Awesome, coming down to the Targo Range. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but of course, the main thing here before that comes to fruition, uh, Blessed Ghost. Of course, it just came out recently. I want to know, uh, what was the creation like over the past wee while of making this? And especially in comparison to uh, Jacobus back in 2020 and like the parallels in your approach to the two different like two different albums like what was different what was new like how was it on the creation of this so totally yeah 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 absolutely so the uh, i think the blessed ghost it it came about pretty much directly after the first album came out Mm -hmm. um there because and i mean you i sort of had a little spiel about it at the beginning of the record actually where i'm just talking about how um it sort of felt like there was a uh, an absence of, of of knowing what to do um, with myself, really, and you know that that that's sort of how this this album was created and what it was sort of written about is um, sort of me taking a look at myself and and where I was at in my life, and it's very much just the journey of self realization and discovery. Um, it's it's also very much uh, sort of set in the uh, mental health recovery yeah. space, just the same as Jacobus was. Um, so yeah, that was that was all very exciting to do. In terms of what we sort of learned from that first album, there though, um, it, it was really important for us to maybe have a bit more of a cohesive project together. You know, like this, uh, it, Jacobus still tells a story in the same way that the Blessed Ghost does, but um, it felt very important for us to not only find the dynamics and the soundscape within a specific song, but how it would sound going through the whole entire thing. What that what that playlist really sounds like yeah. and, um, and everything. So, um, I don't know. I think we were maybe a bit more meticulous with this album, whether that's a, a good thing or not to nitpick our, our own uh, creations that much. But um, either way, I'm really happy with the results. And I, I think that the, uh, the meticulous nature of it... Um, uh, led to something great. Yeah, because especially with, I guess, the general themes of it being focused around mental health, um, of course, it is something that is universal, but it's always something that is so separate. And there's different... Everyone has got different things, different stories, right? Different uh, battles with demons, whatever you want to explain, call them. uh, All very similar, all different experiences. But with this, creating something so universal, trying to, I guess, navigate that to make it also very personable. And what is the struggles with that in, like, creating something that someone else is able to connect to from your own experiences? Yeah, well, I think think that was... It, it, it sort of ties back to the reason that we kicked off this project in the first place is just because um, at least at the time like the male teen suicide mm-hmm. rate in New Zealand was like the number one in the world. Yeah, the number one capita. Yeah, 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 uh, per capita of people. Um, and it, you know, even though um, it's always been about like being able to share those experiences and maybe somebody finds uh, something in it that they can relate to. At, at the heart of it, I just wanted to sort of document what it was like for a New Zealand teen to grow up mm-hmm. here, you know? Um, uh, and, and just sort of have like an audible diary for somebody to go back and listen to. Um, even if the album or us goes nowhere, it's just this this ancient relic that you can go, oh, so this is maybe how 
somebody or or maybe people were feeling at the time. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I I think that it's all just been about like the right time and and right place to be able to tell the story. And I um I definitely feel like we we have that here at the moment. Um, whether that's a good thing or a bad, probably probably not the greatest thing. But um, I don't know. I just feel it needs to be said in yeah. our own way. Create something that is both uh, connective but yet almost archival. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a, a little piece of history, even if it's just my history, even if yeah. I'm just looking back at it in 20 years, um, it's it's um, it's what I want to do and yeah. what we all want to do. Yeah, because especially with this, I read that uh, during the process of writing that album, um, you had a friend pass away, and I'm sorry to hear that, of course, yeah, no, a few other people good. have. Mm, I've lost yeah. a couple of friends over the past couple years, but yeah. um, with this, you mentioned that you had a therapy appointment with, uh, well, of course, with your therapist, mm. and you went over, like, kind of feeling in that rut and stuff like that, and they told you and explained about, like, rather than, I guess, avoiding the situation, moving towards it and using it as a way of creation of your art as a way of catharsis and moving forward and processing those feelings and I want to know especially in those kind of moments like I guess striking while the iron's hot I guess and, and pretty much embracing that and that the, what was those feelings like of course they were hard but yeah totally I, I and yeah you definitely hit the, the nail on the head uh, with uh, that one um, it's he, he definitely sparked off my whole interest in um, being able to to go into my feelings. I'm not sure if he necessarily meant, hey, go create a character that's like yeah. a mirror of yourself and, and delve into the that way. But um, no, um, th- those, those feelings were very different. I'm just trying to compare it to the first album there because I think that that's possibly the best way for me to do it. But mm-hmm. in, in relation to the first album, that was definitely very much... Um, and it was an important breakdown to have, but that was just me having a, a breakdown. It was very raw and emotional of just somebody passing away from um, from suicide, obviously. And um, in 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 this regard, it was very much about me picking up the pieces, but it didn't feel nearly as um, uh, I guess depressive is the only way that I can really put it. Uh, even though the first album was cathartic in its own sense, this was very much about me sort of gaining my confidence back as a human being mm-hmm. and pulling yourself apart in a way that I don't think that many people like to, in a way that is purely objective and and, and being critical, not for putting yourself down or anything like that. It was, it was purely there and uh, to um, uh, sort of get a grasp on how I was uh, feeling at the time and, and ways to work through it and I think that's possibly one of the biggest differences between the two albums I, I sort of left without knowing where to go from there but with with this album reflecting back on it um, I gave myself many tips on, on how to move forward as a person so yeah. I'll, I'll always be grateful for that yeah almost like a way of validating the feelings of a depressive episode rather than like sinking into it Sure, sure. Um, I, I think it would have been a very different album if I if I'd have dwelled on uh, Jacobus uh, too much. Um, but it's great that it turned out the way that it did, and it's it's done wonders for me and and the rest of the band as well. Being yeah. able to share in that story. Um, yeah, and just before I let you go, to let uh, a few of the people here um, 
well, let's at least the people here in Odie Pody listen to when the single's uh, small from the album. I want to know, because this is probably one of my favorite things about the album, was one of the titles of the track when I was like looking through it. And I yep. want to know uh, the title, Four Asterisks, Work in Progress, Don't Listen Yet. Like, it's just <laughs> such a, like, out of the rest, is the one that stands out the most. And, like, I was talking, I did an interview prior, we were talking about demos and stuff like that. Because, of course, it's like, that concept of a demo but it's like i want to know the approach for this song and choosing to name it that way <laughs> yeah well totally i mean you're, you you pretty much explained it yourself right there actually you know um i uh, there's been so many instances where i've like sent a google drive file over to the band and then they're just like what what have you named this dude you have like no real like effort put into into what you're naming things so i was like I, I don't know i kind of just kind of just thought i'd throw it out there for the meantime but that was one of the the ones i was sitting there with a friend when i was uh demoing the whole entire thing and, and he saw that whole name and he was just like oh are you gonna use that on the whole album that would look so funny and i was like you know what just because you said that i totally will yeah <laughs> and that, that's how it came to be um it, that, that was a very different track when it first started actually it was just uh it was just all acoustic um and and, and me singing but uh i think we've moved past that going on to electronic synths and whatnot mm-hmm. but um but yeah, that's how it came to be. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day, Rory. Uh, we'll let the people here at home listen to Small from the album. And thank you very much. And I hope you down here when your opportunity comes for your tour with Radicals. Thank you very totally, much. Totally, Ben. Thank you so much. No problem. Yeah, and that was Rory. We are going to go into Small. And yeah, we'll be followed by some ads. And then you'll be joined by Idols with Mercedes Mar- Marxist on the one, followed by The Gig Guide. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.